Stacy. Hey, Michael. How are you? If I were any better, I would have to run for mayor of Philadelphia. This is yes. episode 76. Look at that. Now, you've done something quite different with that. What is that? A sunrise? Is that a a fire burst what is that i was trying to go for like that 70s tie-dye vibe <laughs> you you nailed it you nailed it i love that wow so that's my artistry that, no you really you should be proud rivoli would be proud of your artistry oh, okay good. he would be show him. <laughs> i think he'd get a kick out of that yeah but no seriously we're at 76 now my goodness yeah uh, for this podcast, Rocky related, 76, I mean, is a milestone. I mean, look at all the things that have gone on in and since 1976. You know, there's a bunch of Rocky podcasts out there. I think the Rocky merchandising is better now than it's ever been, ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, with a the majority of the great stuff uh, coming out of the Slice Stallone shop, mm-hmm. which, let's face it, if they were around in the 80s, my God, I know what every Christmas would have been like at my house. Yes. I mean, there's just so much. Could you imagine back in the old days, uh, you know, they they would have had a catalog. Could you imagine having a Sly Stallone shop catalog <laughs> yes. come quarterly to the house? Right. Oh, my God. It's here. Right. Every That's, birthday, every, every holiday. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yes. That thing circled, hearts around it, you know, X's through the things you've already yes. uh, got. So yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Rocky is 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 quite phenomenal. Right. Now, seventy six. Any any other things happen in seventy six? Any big things worth noting or mentioning? Uh, other than Rocky, I don't know. <laughs> that was my favorite thing about seventy six. So what do you that, got? <laughs> that is the right answer. No, I didn't do any research in nineteen seventy six because this. As far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. other than me turning eight years old in 1976, <laughs> right? nothing else mattered to me. So. Right. so anyway, super big surprise. We heard from our dear friend, Tim Wistard. He hey. has rejoined the bubble after some much needed rest. And I was nice. so happy to see his name. And he surprised us right on time. Okay. So he's like, hey, if you want to use this, I put this together for you. And it's perfectly timed. Oh, and by the way, there's a reason why we're dressed like Rocky and Adrian. Yes. In in honor of 76. Okay, we almost forgot. Right. Stacy has the beret. <laughs> yes. And and actually, those are Talia Shire's cat eye glasses, which is pretty phenomenal. That's great. They should Amazon. go hundred grand. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Anyways, so Tim has a video yeah, for us. He did, and it's perfect for 76. Here we go. Beautiful.
I feel like Jimmy Kimmel is going to come out at the Oscars right after that airs. I was. Isn't I'm, that professional? It was so beautiful. I was yeah. like, oh, my God, this is perfect. Damn. No, so, he did a great job. Yeah. So thank you so much. It's so nice to have him back. He, I love he always helped me with the videos. I said, well, you know what this means, don't you? Now I'm going to bug you more. So that's right. That's right. We got to get <laughs> right. back to our video quota from him. He does right. such a great job on them. Right. Right. Jeez. And uh, let's see what else. So I wanted to show this off. So first, uh, Dan West, we had him on several episodes ago. And Love doesn't doesn't he post this real quick? One more video. Watch this. <laughs> And so I was like, oh, that display is tough to beat in the brick and everything. And so both Mike and I got a really nice surprise from our dear friend, Rick Babcock. And so I, this is all going to tie in. I wanted to show you first, he surprised me, which it was a good day to surprise me. I'm going to go through my stuff first and then I want to show, but he sent me this little t-shirt. Now his wife, Deb noticed our new font at the bottom. Okay. (laughs) I was like, wow, that's a detail oriented young lady. There you go. Sent me that t-shirt. I was so grateful. Then sent me this little turtle sticker, which I'm going to be putting on my truck. Nice. And then he sent me this 3d boxing glove. Whoops. (laughs) There it is. I like that. And it's durable. Yes, it didn't break. So that's good. Oh, that's awesome. Then he calls me when he knows. He's like, did you hear from Mike yet? Did you hear from Mike yet? And then he told me all about what you got for your gym, for your mixed gym. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So I got the T-shirt, too. And I got a little Pauly and Rocky. Yep. Okay. little Rocky and Pauly. And then I got a... Adrian and Mickey. Nice. And and to round things out with a giant wolf. <laughs> I got a little Love little butkus. Oh little butkus. So these are actually two scale. So <laughs> these are about two inches each, with the exception of butkus. And so they now would be perfect when I set them right over there uh, by the gym. They are absolutely perfect in size. So uh, I love it. So I wanted to do a big thank you to him. But Rick Babcock has done it again. Yo, yo, yo. Who's the master of disaster? Who is the king of sting? Who is the master model maker? Miniatures, that is. Take a look at what I just got from my good buddy. Actual size for my Mighty Mix gym. If that don't give you perspective, man, I don't know what will. Thank you, my friend, and thanks for the shirts. Keep punching! I realized I, I had a little birdie in my ear, and I, I, 
I guess a, a thank you isn't just enough. I think it's more important if I send Rick a brick. Rick, yes. Rick the brick. Rick the I like brick. That. I like that. So, you know, I for a lot of people out there, I, I got at least 500 requests and I said no to just about every one of them because I, I don't really have the time and I wasn't right. loading up my van with 500 bricks from a dumpster. Right. I got enough for myself and for some people who had done some very special things for me. Mm-hmm. So uh, Rick being uh, someone who has taken his time and given me free sh- uh, shirts and a whole bunch of great Rocky Files stuff. Yeah. Um, when I, I saw these little figures, I said, ah, boy, he, I mean, here's, here's a guy who's a huge fan. He's yeah. been so kind and generous to me. So, mm-hmm. Come on, I gotta send them. So I will. I am gonna get the bricks out there. I yes. haven't had time yet, and I yes. probably won't get there probably for another week or two weeks yet. But a brick's coming, my friend. I promise. Awesome, awesome. And then I just wanted to do a shout out to our dear friend Tony D for my brick. He sent this to me. Right. I was so excited. So it looks there it great. Is. And it I'm, looks great. I don't know how the heck I'm gonna compete with the. Uh, displays that you and Dan West put together, well, but I'm going to do something. You know, you, you really, you, you you think about it and I, I think everybody's display is going to be very unique and yes. I think very personal. Um, yeah. I haven't even done anything. I'm, I, I know what I'm going to do with my bricks, but I haven't, I haven't done anything with them yet. So I haven't had the time, but I think you're going to do a good one or whatever it is. I can't wait to see it. It was funny. My husband, like I got a package, you know, I got the box, yeah. mail, but he covered it with a bunch of mail and, and I'm like, Oh, he goes, I don't know. It feels like a brick. I was like, wow, <laughs> I, yeah. I should have had him videotape me, right? but yeah, I was. So now you excited. see, that's the stuff I think we should do. If we see a package come from like, uh, Mr. Babcock or Tony yeah. or somebody, yeah. I think we should videotape ourselves, you yeah. know? set it up or have someone videotape it because I think it could be funny or whatever. And I, I think it might be, I don't know. It'll help us fill an hour. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. Stacy, have you ever heard of the Shetland islands? I not until this morning. So they're up above Scotland. What? Okay. I, I, I sent you a few pictures. Here's one picture of a beautiful cliff face off one of the, the, the one main islands up there. Isn't that beautiful? It's, Stunning. It's I like mean, the edge of the earth. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. All right. Now here's a little fishing village. Boom. That's up there on 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 the on the islands of the Shetland Islands. Okay. Um, and the reason I bring this up is because of my tour this morning. So I have one more picture left, and I'm going to have Stacy put up in a moment. But I had a uh, uh, a guy and his uh, partner. I think Melissa was her name. And they took the tour this morning, and he is a Hungarian salmon farmer. Oh, wow. (laughs) She is using, she is working on the waste of salmon when they go to the bathroom. Right. Working on a way how to turn that into biodiesel. Oh, my gosh. I know. So what he does, he has these. He goes out on a boat. He leaves yeah. the little fishing village. He okay. goes out. He's at sea 10 hours, 12 hours a day. And there is a certain area cordoned off. That's hit their area. Okay. And they dump these huge bags of feed. They, they feed them and grow them. Got salmon it. farmers. 
Well, what he does with the guy's an artist and he doesn't have a lot of money. So he can't really afford paints and canvases and so on. So what does he do? The canvas feed bags that he uses, he takes them, he cuts them open, flips open, okay, steams them, presses them, tapes the back of them, then irons it all out nice and flat so it's a white canvas. The bags are white. He flips it over on the front side and he uses house paint. Paint wow. you would paint a fence, a yep. shed, okay? And he paints. This is what he does. And he doesn't he doesn't use these paints at uh, these paintings. He doesn't sell them to get rich. He sells them to raise money for sick children. Would oh. you show a picture of yes. the one he want? He had this picture taken this morning with uh, me and him. That <laughs> I can't get over it. How it's almost not quite as tall. It's like shoulder height. Yeah, you guys. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is the better part of about five foot eight, five foot. It's right around there. Five foot eight, five foot nine. It is what? a large canvas painting. And like, I didn't know if it was acrylics or oils or artist oils or whatever. And mm -hmm. he said, Mike, he goes, I'd love to get out and take this picture in the background, have the gym. He goes, oh, I would love this yeah. because when it goes to auction to raise money for children, he will have um, this picture to go alongside it so he could this, this right. picture has gone on a journey this painting right and uh, he's going to tell the story about it so i thought that was quite extraordinary and this is he's just a very simple down-to-earth guy yes. <clears throat> who's a huge rocky fan and yeah. i i absolutely loved my time with him today and hearing that story really i don't know it just reinvigorated me you know, uh, living in the times that we live now with such division, I heard something like that. And I said, mm, yeah, if that doesn't make you feel real good. I don't yeah. know what would. Right. Right. Well, that's it's very generous. And talk about resourceful using everything at your fingertips to create something like that. Oh, exactly wow. Right. That was that was very cool. Exactly. Very right. Cool. It's just amazing. Wow. Beautiful. I wish I had some painting talent. <laughs> I, do not. I wish I could get back into it myself. <laughs> hey, you know what? Speaking of painting, I think somebody ought to do a painting of our guest today. Yes. <laughs> Me because too. Nikki Petito is one of these people who, as you guys recall, we had him on way back in the beginning. And now, uh, you know, he's filling in for us today. And I just I cannot think of a, a funnier guy. And I got a very important question I want to ask him. Um, that uh, Sue asked me or told oh. me would be a, a good idea for him because I was just bragging to her about how much I love this guy. So <laughs> he's total fun. All right, ready? Here he is. Boom! Hi, hey. how are you? Nice there he to is. You. How's everybody doing? <laughs> so good, buddy. So good. So right off the bat, Nick, I have to ask you something. So I was telling my wife about you. And I've always, I share your videos with her all the time. She's such a big soprano nut. And so we were talking about the Sopranos. And then I said, oh, I'm having Nicky Petito on today. You know, he, uh, he's, he's doing us a solid favor today. So she said, why don't you ask him? She said, has he ever thought of doing a Sopranos tour as Tony? Like I do Rocky with the thing. Would you ever consider that to supplement your income? Or are you I, a millionaire by now with stand-up? Definitely not. Definitely not yet. Um, I People have suggested that to me. They do a tour 
in New Jersey for the Sopranos. And I actually yeah. messaged them a while ago uh-huh. about being Tony Soprano on the tour. And they were like, no, we already have our tour guide. And I took the tour once. I met the tour guide. He's a nice guy, but he's just doing the tour as some guy who, you know, uh-huh. doesn't really even sound like he's from New Jersey. Nice guy. But um, see, that's the thing. It This is a whole concept thing. And and the tour people, like you said, I'm sure they are a lovely tour group. No, no disparaging words here. But it, you see, here is something to take it a tour and go right. to the next level. You could go to the next level and even, okay, let's say they're your, they're the, he's their tour guide. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. He, that's the way it is. But why not bring you on every couple of tours? Is that, yeah, we're going to have a real surprise. That's what I was thinking. Just get on. They can pull over the, is it a bus or is it like mine? Like a, like an Odyssey smaller a van? bus. They do it on a bus. Oh, that's even better. Because yeah. you pull up to one that you just get out of the car. You walk over in soprano mode and get on the bus and just knock them out. I'm telling you, that I is something. I did it the one time. My yeah. buddy, uh, when he took the tour, he paid for my ticket to come on and just talk to everybody as Tony, just to see what it right? would be like. Because I live in the area and I pass this shit all the time. Yeah, right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, you, you know how it is. Yeah, of and, course, uh, of course. Like, but you know, my one friend, she's supposed to come from uh, Australia in uh, the summertime and she wants to see all the, the Sopranos locations. And when you do the tour, they don't even take you everywhere that you would think they take you. They only take you to what's in route of like oh. what, what makes sense for the, the bus to, uh, to travel to. Right. So you won't go to a lot of key places because they won't be on like a main road. Okay. I, I got gotcha. you. That's the, one of the problems I had with my tour in the beginning you know, we started my tour. I, it used to be on a big school bus, and those narrow streets in in Kensington very difficult to get a bus down there. And that's, oh, yeah. that's that was one of the reasons why I went to a smaller private tour thing in my my Honda Odysseys. But yeah, so okay, I'll tell you. W- would you ever start your own soprano tour? I mean, I just like driving my friends around that are not from the area that I meet that that want to do it. I mean. Uh, I I don't I don't know maybe I, good I, I money you know what it is I, I can't money. manage it all myself you know I don't know do you do all that by yeah yourself? if I can do it Nick <laughs> you can do it that's Try, it. like Rocky <laughs> says to Lamarie Lamarie I can do it anybody could do it you know what I mean? <laughs> so, I'm telling you it it is not nearly as complicated as people think it's right. a little complicated mm-hmm. but you're talking i graduated high school in 1986 with a d minus okay <laughs> no education after that nothing and i i fumbled my first three or four years i fumbled but i was working full time and i think you could do that i i think that's a great way uh to to have supplement income coming in and maybe do it full time someday if you, if you so choose but you would be brilliant at it because you have Stacy and I were talking about this you have that yeah. attitude you have that character that people will they just want to look at you because you're an interesting looking human <laughs> <laughs> you don't look like other people he's okay? handsome he's handsome no, of course but, he uni- is. but unique right well, like see, Stallone there's, yeah. a, there's a look that Nick carries about him. Yeah. And I think that would serve you very, very well for doing something like that. And then, um, and again, I, I don't want to beat this interview to death over this one question. I just, I was very interested when, when Sue said that to me, I thought, hmm, I want to ask him. 
Well, look at uh, yeah, this right here. Definitely up for consideration. You make me think, oh, there we go. I, I remember look that. Look at that. That's <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> you show, are you kidding me? If you show up completely in character like that and you greet people, get out of my face with this. This is insane. <laughs> this is a tour that my wife, she wants to go on the Soprano tour. But I know, like, I heard it was so-so. I heard it was okay. It wasn't bad. But And mm -hmm. I know, like, some places are gone. I know Satrials has been gone for some time now. Um, but, uh, yeah, maybe. I think it just takes the right person to start a tour. It'd yeah, be like no. an immersion experience, you know, because he's like, you know, Rocky immersion with the, yeah. you know, you go in and out of character, right. I'm assuming, a little yes. bit. And, you know, that would be. If you need help keeping track of it, I can do bookkeeping all day long. Just she's good at it. Go. If if you consider it, I would I would be more than happy to help. I'll you. definitely consider it. It's all yeah. about getting the clientele. I mean, I, I oh that's built time, in. Yeah, yeah, because uh, it it sounds fun, and I live in the area already. Yeah, oh, you yeah. hit those. You start hitting Facebook uh, 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 groups with the, the Soprano groups, and you start talking. You do a little a little teaser, a little sizzle rail about what you want to do, and you'll start getting people in in no yeah. time. Now, speaking of time, what have you been doing? Yes. What, what is up in your life? Great question. Um, I just moved finally, which is why the, this wall is blank right now. Oh, okay. I hate, I I hate blank you. walls. Right, <laughs> right. Pictures everywhere. Um, I, I moved uh, out of Newark. Thank God. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now oh. I'm in uh, Belleville, New Jersey, where I grew up. Oh, so nice. I'm much happier to be back uh, close by my friends and family again. And uh, mm. I'm doing some comedy this week. Um, I'm down at Uncle Vinny's Comedy Club that by the time this airs. Mm -hmm. uh, unless we're live are we live or is this no no Thursday. yeah we're yeah okay so anyway uh i uh i'll be at uncle vinny's every now and then i'm gonna have more dates um but uh just been working on the comedy uh still uh doing the last draft of my uh, horror screenplay i hired a, uh, a professor mm -hmm. from david lynch's film school to do uh rewrites um not rewrites i uh, give coverage back so i could do rewrites right gotcha sure yeah, so just uh, been focused on that, uh, working on the stand-up, trying to start headlining soon, and mm -hmm. uh, I want to start touring. Uh, I'm working on uh, just uh, get, getting uh, around on yeah. stage a lot more now, but yeah. um, that's uh, that's really been it with me. What's your, um, what's your, your, when you're writing your comedy... How do you come at it? Or do you do like the Seinfeld thing where it's observational? Do you do more blue comedy where is it a cross between the mob stuff and like a dice type of thing? Is it a Sam Kinison? Like, where's your play at? So I do like uh, it's mostly like bits. Um, like most of my the things that I do are like between two to five, maybe six minutes. OK, mm -hmm. like I do one bit where I'm a bunch of celebrities on a bus to my show and then they get a flat tire and they know oh. how, how they're going to get to the show. So that's one of the main bits I do. Nice. Then I do um, a celebrity a celebrity sex bit. That's that's a lot of fun. Um, I do a lot of musical impression numbers. I do Tony Soprano rapping. Um, I do a parody of WAP about him whacking Big Pushy. <laughs> <laughs> And then I do, um, I do a parody to ASAP Ferg's Plain Jane. It's called Hot Gabagool. And uh, 
Silvio Dante and Paulie Walnuts uh, are featured in that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You know, oh, you know, Mike, I got a good one for you. I just yeah, uh, I, I just started. My buddy was I was like, uh, what if uh, what if you did? Because uh, I said I want to do a new uh, Stallone or Rocky bit. He's like, yeah. why don't you why don't you do if Rocky was about fishing? So goes like this. It ain't about how hard you fish. It's about how long you can fish and keep casting forward. How much you can wait and keep casting forward. That's how fishing is done. Yes. Nice. Nice. I like it. I like it. I thought you would enjoy that. Yes, absolutely. Are you kidding? I love that. It's brilliant. Like at at the side of a pond or something, you got to sit it all up. Yeah. if Rocky, if we actually saw a Rocky movie about him actually retiring, one of the yeah, you know, right. five times that he said he was going to retire, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. that, that would have been the fishing monologue. I would love to see you have like a burgundy jacket like he wears and get like a navy shirt in white letters that just has fish on it. You got a pole. Are you, are you talking to somebody like Stacy said on the edge of a pond somewhere or along a riverbank, something right, right. that would be epic. And you're just out there gesticulating like rocky did oh you you got a million things you can do you you're, you're such a creative guy thank you yeah. pal so do you so do you you uh, know one of the things that i'm interested in because uh stacy's done a fair bit of writing i've done a fair bit of writing when when you are writing a script hmm. what's what's your process like like does it start the like like the night before like if you know you're gonna have a day off right and you okay. get to you can you're gonna sit at your desk or a table wherever you do it do you start like when you're drifting off at night in bed? Do you start thinking about what you're going to do when you have your coffee or whatever it is in the morning? Does your morning start like that? Or like, take me, take us through that a little bit. I'm interested. When screenwriting or comedy you're talking about? Uh, both. I'd like to hear yeah, both. Either. Yeah. So screenwriting first. So screenwriting is a much harder process, a much, much harder process because, I mean, just to get a first draft going you need about 70 ideas which about 70 scenes which is about a movie and then from there you have to figure out in what order those scenes are going to be and you don't know you know the exact order per se in the beginning so you want to figure out what scenes are going to be in the first act what's going to be in the second act and the third act and you know uh this professor that i hired um, taught me to write in the four act structure which i think actually helps a lot and i encourage a lot of people to do the same hmm. um a lot of stories today are not layered very well they're very simple and derivative and not original mm-hmm. and um today we have the problem where if a movie is 90 minutes long and there's 90 seconds of it boring we have this TikTok generation that right. will stop watching the movie mm-hmm. and they will turn off something else, even if they're 45 minutes into it. So we're in a day and age where a, a good film needs to have every page be almost near perfect beginning to end for it to, to be made and not be something that just goes straight to Netflix and, yeah. you know, uh, mm-hmm. gets, uh, you know, it's like one of those, uh, movies that uh, Bruce Willis made at the end of his career. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, right, right. You know, you got to... That's a fair point. 30, uh, fair point. Cop movies just rushed, yeah. you know, nothing yeah. against Bruce Willis, one of my favorites. 
Um, no, 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 of course, but that's a fair point. You know, you start to lose the credit quality, maybe, or you start to lose a little bit of the, 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 um, I don't know, the originality a little bit. It does, it's like we've seen this in seven other formats. Right. Right. It's funny because when I, there are sometimes, if I come up with an idea, I have it beginning to end. And then I have seven or eight ideas that are like the middle of the story. It pops into my head. I have no idea where it comes from. I love these, you know, 10 to 20 scenes, but I don't know how it began and I'm not, I don't know how it's going to end. Mm. And it's just the middle concept. And then I get stuck there. So the ending is always the hardest, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think the ending is always the hardest. And you always have several. How many endings did the original Rocky have? Did the, the original have a few different endings? Yeah, he, he, he had a few. I mm. think there was, at one point, there was a, a um, he, he thought, he just had a quick thought of throwing the fight because Mickey was a racist individual. Mm -hmm. And so he throws the fight so he doesn't win. And he buys the pet shop for Adrian with his winnings. And that mm -hmm. was the end. That was right. a, I don't think that ever got written, but that was a, a thought that had, at uh, one interview was was mentioned and then there's of course the other ones we know where they walk out the poster shot from rocky where they're holding hands that was the original shot ending at, at the tunnel and that never got and you know a lot of rewrites i mean stallone was rewriting rocky right before the boxing match there there's yeah, pictures of him too. you're always rewriting to the last yeah. second you're not a writer you're a rewriter really if you want to yeah. get technical mm -hmm. and i know that pain it's very difficult you're sitting there you think you have a good you have a good thing, a good avenue. You're traveling down and you run to a brick wall after four pages or five pages. And you're like, well, how the hell is this going to happen over there? And then you got to go back and change things to yep. come up with a new idea to meet up later. So yeah. it, it, do you find comedy is any easier to write your, your stand-up? It's definitely faster. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Okay. It's definitely faster. Um, I mean, I could come up with a, a joke in a bit. You know, in a, in, a, in a you know, sometimes less than a minute. And right. um, the, wow. the, the other thing too is I could go and perform it the same night. You know, you you write a scene from a movie. You you got you got to get money to make it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. It, it, you have more power with the with the comedy because you get to do it whenever you, you want by yourself. That's right. that's the fun of it. Which is why if you ever see my act, you'll you'll see a lot of the bits I do. It they're almost like movies the way they're they're written mm -hmm. um especially like my bu my bus bit the way that it's written is actually in a screenplay format really um yeah it's, it's just uh it's an easier way for me to read um as an actor so you've it's fair to say you have been heavily influenced by movies mm. oh definitely it's it's like the premier way storytelling of our time yeah. i mean we've gone from cave wall paintings to movie theaters so <laughs> you know would you say that the mob aspect has been i mean i know rocky's huge too but as the mob movies is that as big an influence in your life as rocky or even I, bigger i'd say it was not not so much anymore i'm kind okay. of fed up with them in all yeah. honesty i'm uh, sick of seeing them yeah, right. um, yeah it's just everybody and their mothers into them and you get all these guys that 
they, they've never acted. You see them all over Facebook. You get all these guys from, oh, these, I'm yeah. sure Mike's seen them. They, they just put a suit on and they sit at a table with, oh. with, with plates that have nothing on them and they record them and their friends talking to each other. And they're like, yeah, we made a mob movie. We're actors. Like, <laughs> I can't. Like, Oh, yeah, and you get a lot of these guys, and then they go around to like, yeah, you know who my cousin is? Yeah, Joey Bananas. He was friends with Joe Colombo Sr. Joe Colombo Jr. was my grandfather's best friend when he was in the Navy. Yeah, he was never in the Navy. Yeah, how do you know? That's it's, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you get everybody's talking out of their ass, trying yeah. to you know show That's off. That's so true. I, I I try to focus more on uh, like uh, just just real really good character development and stories. Um, during the pandemic, I think I talked about it last time. I just used the time to watch a lot of John Cassavetti's stuff yeah, mm -hmm. and, um, really got into his work and learned a lot just from, uh, observing him. Um, I read uh, a couple books, Cindy Lamette, uh, making movies. Um, yeah, that's great. a good one. Yeah. Oh, you, oh yeah. You've read, you've I got it. That? Yeah. 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 That, that is a fantastic book. Did Cassavetti's, he did the Tempest, right? Back in the eighties. Yeah. I don't know if he made it i think he just acted in it maybe he just acted in it i think he okay. just acted with with his wife yeah 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 okay Jenna. i remember what uh, i remember those uh putting those two together i always thought that was a good movie hadn't seen that one in, in a little while i might have to go back and try to revisit that mm -hmm. uh which i how many I was... rocky bricks did you take so so i took i didn't take that many i really didn't because i, I pictured you, mike stacking up his truck filled with as many bricks as possible a, all a the lot kids, of people did. all the kids who come on the um on the tour are just gonna hey yo here's a brick kid <laughs> i'm telling you yeah i'm throwing bricks out the window hey what a brick oh god damn it you hit me in the face rock you know so i I knew like a different thing happened to me. It was a rainy Saturday when this was all going down and the dumpster was filled, filled mm. with bricks. You could take as many as you wanted. <laughs> and I got there and I, I saw two guys that I sort of knew and I'm looking at them and they've got buckets, yeah. like five gallon <laughs> buckets in a wheelbarrow. They've got a, 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 a like a little, a pull cart. All right. Yeah. And they're having the one guy had his mom film him as he's they're inside the goddamn dumpster. Right. <laughs> it's amazing. Right. OK. And I'm looking at everything and I got very emotional. Yeah. Very emotional. I didn't expect that. And I'm, I'm looking at the holes in the side of Mickey's gym. Mm -hmm. And then I got immediately depressed. And I'm like, it's really changing. Yeah. And I'm looking in the dumpster and I'm like. It, I felt sacrilegious. I felt wrong taking it for a few seconds. And then I said, Mike, if you don't take some bricks, right. you're going to hate yourself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It, it, it's coming down. Whether you take the bricks out of here or not, it's coming mm -hmm. down. So, the you know, the section, not the gym. The gym is still up. Yeah. Uh, so I said, okay. So I, I first I started with maybe four. I was going through that and. Are, Nick, I don't know if I told you there was a mural on the one side of the gym that was painted. It was a deleted scene from Rocky Five. It's got Rocky in the red, white, and blue trunks and uh, uh, clouds and all kind of stuff. Well, that got painted over. That they never, they never like cleaned it off. They painted over it. So I grabbed a couple of bricks. The mural from Nick's gym. A little bit of the original mural from Rocky Five, a deleted scene that we never got to see. 
Um, I'll send you the picture. I don't know if you probably have yeah. the picture. I, I don't think I do. But if you don't have to, I'll send it to you. There's that mural that Rocky Jr. paints on the side. And you can see this is the paint underneath that they painted over it. No Here's, way. Look at that. That's insane. Now that, you, a lot of pieces in here, you pick the piece. I'm going to have to be very judicial with yeah. that. Yeah. So I think altogether I have about nine pieces. But I have one giant piece that weighs about 80 pounds. And it's... And so I'm going to put a frame around that. Like, I'm going to build a frame. I'm going to hang it over here in back of me, right over there where the wood is, the red wood and the gym. So uh, that's going to be my little thing. But uh, then I just went back and I got three more, like, I think two days <laughs> after that, because I realized there are some good people in my life that have done some very generous things for me. They went out of their way to do things for me. And I said, mm, they really want a brick too. And, but I got like, I got messages from like 500 people. Yeah. And I, I just, I'm sure. I, I hated saying no to people, but I don't have the time to go to the right. post office and mail this out. And, and I'm one of these yeah, guys. The brick isn't a, it's not cheap to ship. No. I, I got to ship one to England. I mean, this is so. Yeah. It, it's, it's, uh, it was very stressful for me. And because uh, I hated letting people down, but you know, I, I was able to draw a line and say, well, This is what I got, and that's it. Um, I don't know if any more bricks are going to be coming down. I was just up there this morning and it's looking in really good shape now, nice. so you know, we'll see. I, yeah. I could have easily loaded up my Jeep, my van with 20, 30, 40 bricks if I want, I would have been low riding at home. <laughs> <laughs> soon, soon oh, be like, what are we gonna do with these bricks? <laughs> What are, she'd be like George Costanza's mother. What am I going to do with this paella? What am oh I going to do? Uh, you know, but anyways. that's like my mother. I bought a thousand VHS tapes at a flea market one time off some guy for like four bucks. Wow. <laughs> and she she was flipping out. She's like, we're not bringing all of these home. I was like, well, why not? So I had to like pick out the ones that I wanted out of a thousand of them and like throw them out there. Oh, Jesus. This oh, was God. like when I first really was getting deep into movies so i had this giant vhs collection when everybody was on dvds oh, <laughs> i would go hang out with my friends i'd be like okay you guys ever see one flew over the cuckoo's nest <laughs> and they'd be like is that a fucking vhs tape I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that's great <laughs> jesus now you still setting up at flea markets you still doing oh, that yeah. oh I yeah i love one this past weekend oh did you really yeah i i love flea markets that's I used to go all the time. I got this new headset, this new headphone thing set here. And <laughs> the weird I had, I, it keeps falling out of my ear. I can't hear things. So uh, anyways, uh, I hear stupid things better with this thing here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, flea markets are amazing. You, and out there where you are, you've got so many more people. You must really interact with people all the time. How long are you out there for? Um, I'm usually out there from 7 a.m. to about 3 or 4. Yeah, that, that's sometimes, a good lot of. Yeah, on and Sundays sometimes I'm not ooh. done packing till like seven, seven thirty. So right. it's a long day. Yeah, yeah, it wow. is. It is. Do you um have you had you got like flea market buddies, like flea market oh, yeah. friends? You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're yeah, yeah, yeah. They're characters, all right. <laughs> yes, they are. It's a very bizarre people it's uh then you get a lot of agitating customers. Like there's this one guy I call him Willy Wonka because. He looks like Willy Wonka, and Jeez. he's just. The, the, I've known this guy since I'm like nine years old for being the the cheapest cheap. He wears the same 
denim jean jacket and jean pants every week, little yeah, tweety yeah, yeah. bird keychain. And like, I, I had to ban him from my stand because of how, how cheap he was. He's just one of those guys that like, he doesn't take no for an answer. Like I, right. I had something for five bucks and it's like 7.30 in the morning. And if this guy is, well, he, he offered to pay $2 for it. And at that point, if he's willing to pay $2 for it, it's probably worth about 200 That's yeah. how cheap he is. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. I told him no straight up and he persisted and he stood there and he kept on begging me to take two he didn't even say would you take three or four i was just like buddy i want to set up you can get the fuck out of here <laughs> <laughs> that's it. like the price is five and that's it so oh i God. see him at every flea market ever since Do then. You? yeah and now he never he never comes by my stand and anyone everybody at the flea market knows him to be the cheapest guy and nobody wants to deal with him so I know. when people are just People are persistently like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, just don't stop. I, I, I gotta get nasty. It's with like that. a hammer and chisel, a yeah. hammer and chisel, right? It's, yeah. it's like they should. It's like they come by. He has his own theme, like Sanford and Son. <laughs> and you see him coming. It's like you know, oh Jesus. Yep, comes yeah, big as dummy. soon as I see them walking, I'm like, oh, this freaking guy. Yeah, I know, right? I'm like, this guy's not gonna spend two dollars. Then you see the. It's like I know if I unless I tell this guy it's a dollar, he's not gonna buy it. I'm just like they'll go. How much is this? I'm like more than you're willing to pay. So just put it down. I already know. I already know. You should tell him off like Tony Soprano. Oh yeah, I've done that. The best is like I'll have something Sopranos on the table and somebody will uh -huh. pick it up. Just, just, just you know, have to talk for no reason. They'll go, how much is this? And it'll be like a Sopranos DVD. I'll be like. Oh, the best show ever? That's five dollars. <laughs> and, and, and it'll go right over their head and they'll be like, oh, okay. And they'll walk away. And like, they won't oh, even oh, turn really? to you and say, Oh, hey, dude, that's pretty good. Yeah, they most people even... usually get it, but you get a few yeah, stunads. Some don't. Oh, yeah. Stunads. You get you yeah, get seriously. a few stunads. Jesus Christ. That is the funniest thing. God, you must have about a million stories, some that you could probably say out open and maybe and not so. I, open. Did I ever tell you about the time? My, my, this one guy I know sold all the Rocky figures for Pity. like $4 a piece. Wow. I lost my shit. This is a guy, this is a vendor I always deal with. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I went up to him and I saw this one guy had a whole bucket of yeah. all the Rocky toys, brand new in the package still. And I was wow. like, how much did you sell those for? And he's like, four bucks each. I was like, are you out of your mind? I said, right. These things are worth like anywhere from like 50 to 200 each. So yeah. I'm trying to like buy them off the guy who bought them for four dollars. Oh, really? Yeah, and nothing. And apparently, Jesus. he sold them for my friend, and my friend didn't realize he gave them to him. He gave him a box he wasn't supposed to give him by mistake. So he was pissed off that he lost half his Rocky figures. He still got the other half, but wow. he had almost the whole collection of those. Because those, when I was a kid, you couldn't give those things away. The, yeah, yeah. The Rocky figures. They were in every Marshalls and TJ yes, Maxx. They were seven dollars, ten dollars. Yep. And I, I remember in particular just seeing the Gazzo one in the store, <laughs> like nonstop. Like that was the that was the easy one to find. I love the Jack's line of Rocky figures. They're I so really cool. do. They were so fun. They were so great. I'm so glad that a company had done, but they also dropped the ball because they had things like they had the meat. Okay, they had the frozen meat. They had the Joe Frazier in the pickle-colored suit. They had the Gazzo. They, they had Rocky, everything. Rocky in the wheelchair. But what they didn't, they didn't do a butt kiss. They didn't do us a, a motorcycle, an Italian-style motorcycle. And I think the 
biggest grievance of all, they never did a Seiko the Robot from Rocky IV. Oh, yeah. How do you not do a Seiko? Yeah, they did so many random things. Yes. You didn't even know we're in it. Brent Musburger. They did Brent Musburger from Rocky II. (laughs) I mean, George Washington Duke got his own figure. And you right. can't give that to the Seiko the robot. It's like Lloyd Kauf- I think Lloyd Kaufman got his own figure. <laughs> no, no, I, he might have. I he? mean, I don't know. I got. I wouldn't have been shocked. He might have. I have a couple down here. I don't he know. The, he was. He was the bum in the first Rocky. He was. He was the bum. Rocky puts in- over his shoulder when he goes into the bar to meet Paulie. Right, but was he is- in another one of the Rockies too? Uh, I don't think. I- no, I, I thought they were going to bring him back for Rocky Five, but I don't I don't recall at the top of my head seeing him in Rocky Five. I'm 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 picturing it now, and I know you can see a lot of people don't realize this. You can see Lloyd Kaufman at the end when when Rocky is fighting Apollo. You can see Lloyd; he is sitting at the bar having a beer, which is really cool. because uh-huh, yeah, because they filmed the same scene like. Rocky picks him up and they bring him in the restaurant, the, the bar. Because the bar, when he walks in the bar, the interior is out in East Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So they filmed Stallone bringing him in. And then once they got that, then Stallone goes in. He sits. He messes with the pool balls. They film him and Paulie. And then they film the crowd scene. There's a shot of Rocky when I think I could be wrong on this, but I think it's when Rocky knocks Apollo down in the first round with the punch and the bar goes crazy. If you're paying attention, I'm pretty sure you could see Lloyd Kaufman there. I think. I think you're, you're probably right. I mean, you're definitely right. I mean, you know everything. About I, I do. You know what though? You know what Nick is funny is that sometimes I will, if I haven't thought about it in a while, I'll either forget or I get confused. I, I say, oh, wait, what is that? Was that how I was? And I have to go back and watch it again. And then I find most of the time my gut is think I'm always right on my first attempt. But sometimes I, I have I have been wrong. I remember <laughs> I won't go into the arg- the, the discussion, but um, Robert Bruzio and uh, John Rivoli, we were having a discussion about uh, some Rocky trivia and I was adamant. <laughs> adamant. <laughs> and the guys were like, hmm. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. And then they made me self-doubt and I went and looked it up and they were right. And I was wrong. And I had to call up and do a mea culpa. <laughs> what what was I, it? I can't say it. I can't say it here. I'll tell you. I'll tell you offline. I, I can't say it out loud. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Anyways, you know, even even the best of us, we forget things and we don't talk about it so often, which is which is why I love, you know, the tours, because some of these Rocky fans, they ask these questions that are out of left field. And I got answers like that for them. But I love it because I forgot about it. But, it, you know, it's, we have that recall, uh, which is, again, why I think you have that. You have that type of recall with your comedy. I think you have it in conversations that I've had with you. And mm-hmm. I, I just, that's why I, coming back to the tour guide thing, I just think you would be absolutely hands down just one of the perfect guys to do a Sopranos. Sopranos, yeah. Did you see Creed by any chance? I know I'm not allowed to say the C word here, but hey, I, hey. I, 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 not the new one. Not the new one. Okay, because I, I'm, 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 I'm on the team against seeing the new yep. one. Yeah, we. I have. Mike, seen did it. you see the new one? No. No, nobody, I, no. I, I have not no, nobody, seen it. No, nobody cares. Right. I mean, I can't believe it made as much money as it did. Honestly, 
when you I, I tell you what i have a, a friend of mine who um he's like an analyst for these things and he said yes Creed 2 opened up good. The first two days or the first week or the first two weeks was really great because it was word of mouth. And MGM had done this huge production or not production, um, not propaganda. What's it, what's it called? Promotion. 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 Thank you. Mm -hmm. They did promotion for this. They, I don't know. So many millions and millions of dollars of promotion. It was ridiculous. And then, so that's why it did so well. And plus now they want to see how they're going to handle Rocky. Oh, well. It turns out you just delete Rocky from the entire movie. Yeah. It's like he doesn't even exist. Mm -hmm. But the movie had a significant drop off and it really didn't do that great. It it, it really it, it opened up strong, but then it just was like mm. fizzled. Yeah. But the good news from this is that MGM and I, I have to give hats yeah. off to MGM. They they are interested in in a potential Rocky seven or a Cobra Kai like Rocky seven series for yeah. Amazon. So I think they should do the series. Yeah. I agree. I, I agree. And although I don't want to speak for him, I believe the creator of Rocky feels the same way uh, because you can accomplish a lot more mm -hmm. in eight 45 minute segments mm -hmm. than you can in a two hour movie, you know? Yeah. And, and I've talked about this on the tours. I talk about it a lot, but you know, the concept of Rocky, it's like Godfather 2. Rocky goes back to the old neighborhood, 78 years old. He sees the drugs and the homeless and all this, and he remembers going to Mickey's gym for the first time. That's what I want to see. I, I, I want to see yeah. the dark days of Rocky. That's, right. that's what I want to see. Sly's got this one scene he wrote where Rocky is 18 years old, and he's sitting in the bleachers at the Philadelphia uh, Golden Gloves boxing tournament, and Apollo Creed's there, and he wins it. And Rocky, he falls in love, you know what I mean, with yeah. Apollo. He's like, this guy's the wow. most amazing thing ever. Could you imagine seeing Rocky at 18 with the backdrop of the 60s behind you, mm -hmm. you know, going through all that strife and the 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 uh, all the craziness that had gone through there. And then mm -hmm. Rocky goes back and forth. Um, I know he tries. There's a scene he writes where he tries to save a girl on drugs or something like literally goes into an abandoned building where she is and tries mm -hmm. to find her and, you know, your mother's worried about you you know stuff like that so so you know it, it's got legs mm -hmm. you know i'm sure it definitely does it, it's it's probably got more legs than seven i think too I, and I, I would agree and he wrote a beautiful scene uh with uh rocky in Adrian's, the night Adrian gets the cancer diagnosis, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, there's Italian music playing. I think it's a Mio Bambino. I think uh, playing, and uh, there's candlelight, and Rocky's upset, and all this stuff. So, and Adrian's trying to be strong for him, and Rocky realizes he's got to be strong, and it's such a, an incredible uh, uh, thing. So, I don't know. We'll we'll see. What would that, I, be? I, what would that be? Rocky five and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah basically yeah that's where it would fall in the timeline mm -hmm. so he's got this shifting timeline and i think it's going to be very different coming from him it'll be as different as creed 3 was i i had read an awful lot about creed 3 and you know i i heard it went in a complete different direction and it was very 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 uh, visually different mm -hmm. and the music sucks in it like it sucked in all the other movies of of uh of uh the the third uh, the spinoff franchise yeah i was not a fan of the the music at all yeah 
yeah, I'm not that type of guy. I don't like that type of music, but I was you know, like, it's okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I want to hear Gonna Fly now. What the <laughs> hell is this? <laughs> I want to hear some dun 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 <laughs> Go ahead, Stacey. Um, you know how long Stallone waited to play a mobster. And so did you see Tulsa King? What did you think of I, that? I went to the premiere of Tulsa King, actually. Yeah. I thought was, I saw that on your page. Yeah. How was it? I, I, I love it. I think it's it's a really fun show. It is, I, you know, some people say it's over the top, but I'm like, it's gotta be. You know, it's 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 right. it's just fun. Like, yeah, as soon as he gets out of jail, like everybody's treating him like an asshole. It's a, it's a little ridiculous, you know. <laughs> and just like, yeah, you're gonna go out into the middle of the desert, and then as soon as he gets there, bam, he has a <laughs> weed shop. He takes all the money, and he and he's got hundred k in like freaking like twelve hours. Like, it's just it's, it's a skill mobster skills. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like a mobster action film, which is exactly what I've always wanted to see him do. Right, right. I love his character in it. It's 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 literally Rocky, but uh, you know, if if Rocky kept working for Gazzo, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Stallone said one time in an interview, he goes, "It's the Sopranos on a stagecoach." He goes, "If you two went out to to Oklahoma, there's a scene where um, early in the beginning, like you said, Nick, when he gets out of jail, he goes to the the the, the they're all sitting around the table. It's where Rocky, Rocky, it's where Sly punches out the one guy. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. what a great punch! <laughs> uh, it's a great scene. Great scene. But when the Stallone's character, he gets very angry and he goes i went i made you all this money i kept my mouth shut i was a good soldier i went along with the program and now there's nothing left for me that to me in my mind is what winkler and and mgm did to him Mm -hmm. oh yeah you know what i mean and i i can bet he drew on that anger oh yeah he definitely did i think i I was the same thing when i saw that oh yeah yeah Yeah. i enjoyed it but i hear a lot of fun i hear they're not doing a season two no Nope. I, I heard that the head writer, t- t- Taylor Sheridan, mm-hmm. is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yes, I I heard he's a, a, a very egotistical individual. And so he's one of the reasons why Cosner is going, uh, is gone, left the show. And um, I know Winter, Terrence Winter, who wrote for The Sopranos, I believe. He's yeah. um he, he couldn't work with him either. So uh, I guess there's some oh. details that have to be worked out. And- yeah, they because uh, it, it did get approved for a second. It season. did. It did. Yes, yeah. it did. So the negotiations, Stallone, he didn't want to do it for. Uh, yeah, he had a few reasons. And and I, I think I, I think he was uh, he he was trying to negotiate some of the writing, you know, yeah. where he could say, mm, I don't know if I want to go that way. He's always Maybe. with Pacino. He probably wants Pacino in it. <laughs> well, so that's the thing, you know. Uh, he I want to see a... the two of them together. They, they, oh, yeah. they, the two of them Imagine. are the best. Those are my yeah. two faves, guys. Right there. Would you wrap? So here's one question. I'm going to wrap it up with this. Would you? How would you want to see with Sly and Pacino? Are we talking like a heat type of thing? Are they on the same side? Are they opposite? Is it a comedy? Is it a horror movie? Or would we see Pacino <laughs> like in a horror movie? Oh. That would be great. I think that might have to be my next stand-up event. Al, Al, Al Pacino oh. and Sylvester Stallone in a horror film. Ooh, <laughs> ah, I scare you. Ooh, whoa, whoa. Don't scare me like that, Al. I don't like that. You know, uh, Adrian, Adrian don't like ghosts. See that? <laughs> you know, when Paulie drinks too much, he starts seeing ghosts. 
<laughs> See? Exactly. <laughs> right on, right on. I love that. That improv just that oh my. great. That would be that would be really funny. I think the two of them just have great chemistry. Like they just seem very yeah. happy and relaxed together. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I, I want to be in that Italian California club <laughs> hanging out with them at the pizza shop. Right. <laughs> I know, I know. Have you seen the the uh the the uh what's the family, show called? Family Stallone. Yeah. I yeah. want to see it. It looks really good. It looks really good. And I'm okay. not a big reality show person at all. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I would like to see him behind the scenes, just like his everyday life. You'd like right. it. It's it's very interesting. Stacy and I saw it. It was really, really, uh, very, very interesting. It, it. I mean, the whole family. It, they're very unique uh, in the way that they come at things. Mm -hmm. Um. So, mm -hmm. and the kids are great. Jen's great. You know, sly, sly, sly. So, I mean, <laughs> like sly and great, same word. So, they got uh, you on the reality show, Mike. You know, you know what was weird they, when they were in they were in Philly. I was doing they were at the steps. There's a mm -hmm. scene where they go to the steps and film and everything. And I was in Philly then. I was doing tours, and there's this weird thing in my mind that like I <laughs> I, I think I can't be because I have contact with them and I, and I kind of consider them a friend. Like I don't I feel like would you. I don't know. Like, if you had a friend, would you go and be like a fan with your friend? Because he's got. I think Stallone has enough of those people in his life, mm -hmm. and I don't want to. I don't want to be another one like that in his life. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I don't know. Because like, I, I, I was able to get past my fan worship a long time ago, and now I. He's a guy. He's a human being who's an actor, and all right, he's Rocky and Rambo, but. You know, I, I kind of got past that to, to, to handle myself. So I was very nervous if I would let myself get caught back up into fan worship because he's at the Rocky Steps with his family and all that. And then his kids would see me and his wife would see me and they would just go, <laughs> this guy. Right. And I didn't want to be that guy. So I just, I drove home. I didn't go. Uh, I know. I mean, if you see him there, you know him to ignore him. <laughs> That's worse. Yeah, but I didn't even go because it, it was just, it's a whole weird, th I don't know. I'm you, just, you, in, just got, you just got to go, hey, yo, we just do one of those. <laughs> you, know? Uh, you know, if it was happenstance, yes. Mm -hmm. I think he's going to be in Philly in the future. Uh, for uh, an event that's coming up, and uh, I I am looking forward to seeing him then. So th that that's for sure. Uh, I'll yeah, definitely you'll see him again. You know. Yeah, that. yeah, I'll yeah. definitely be there then. <laughs> Stacy, what do you got for Nikki? So it, you mentioned it just a little bit here, but you did mention it the last time you were with us that you were working on something. Is that the horror film you just mentioned yes. that you're yes. writing? And I, I I still um. What can you tell us? I had us? a production company that was interested in producing it. Mm -hmm. And um, I decided to hire the um, the the, uh, the professor from David Lynch right. School. Mm -hmm. I did uh, a few more drafts. I did a table reading with a lot of New Jersey comedians that I'm close with. Mm -hmm. Everybody loved everything, beginning to end. There were a couple plot holes I need to change, and I haven't had my computer hooked up since that table reading. So right, right now, I'm no. just at a point where. I'm excited to unpack and get back to work again. You know, right. now I'm in a new environment. I'm excited to make more content again, like I used to. And um, right. 
get back into um, the, sw- the swing of things because it's it's been a, a while. This is going to be my return, hopefully. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to whatever it is. I can't wait to see whatever it is. Yeah. Thank you. So, yeah. Stacy, I would like to do what else do you have first? Go, you go ahead. Uh, no, the only other thing is if you want a brick, I know a brick dealer. So she <laughs> does know a brick dealer. Honestly, <laughs> she does. I do. She's got a guy. I got a guy. We got plenty of bricklayers. <laughs> Italians, we're the one who made this. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, the Italians. So, um, Stacy, I there's something that I want to play out here as we, as we say goodbye to Nick because uh, I uh, this is one of my favorite videos. Do you have the video of him as Paulie and Adrian? Oh, <laughs> oh I favorite. do. All right, All right let, I want to watch that before we go here. Hang on. The ballie keeps asking me for a job all the time, but you don't know nothing about fighting. Are you gonna say anything to him? <laughs> What's there to say? I just don't know what he wants from me. I don't want nothing from you. I don't want nothing from you. This ain't no charity case. Get out of my house. It's not just your house. I'm no friend no more. Get out of my house, I just said. Don't talk to him like that. Both of you get out of my house! Yo. It's cold outside, Polly. I don't want you messing up. And I don't raise you to go with this scumbum! You wanna hear me? Come on! I'll break both your arms so I don't work for you! Paulie is perfect. When you see him start perfect. to just mooch in the background, <laughs> he overhears Rocky. Perfect. Yeah. The little Thanks. wreath around the arm. I'm it's telling you, so I I love that. I like, and our mutual friend Rappaport liked that too. Yeah. A big fan, big fan yes. of yours, and, and a big fan of yours as well. Loves you. Uh, Love. He's a He's a great guy. He really is. And he's he's funny as hell as as you are. Nikki, I'm so glad you were able to join us this time. This, I just I love talking to you. I can't wait to either come out and see you and have dinner at your new place or you come out and see me and take the tour and we'll go Absolutely. to Victor's Cafe and have dinner. Yes. Can't wait. 
and I got to make it out to see Stacy, whether she's in Tennessee or going back to New Hampshire. Hey, I'm in Nashville. If you ever come to Nashville, I'll be Nashville. Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. No, I actually might make a trip out to Nashville soon. Absolutely. Okay. I'll yeah. keep you in mind. Yeah, get, throw me a message. That'd be super fun. Yeah, for sure. See, every, everyone is just love and happiness here <laughs> on episode 76. I love yep. it. Nikki, until we see you again, keep punching. punching. Keep punching. See you, my friend. Thanks, guys. Take okay, care. Brother. God bless. Later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> so nice. Love the guy. I do. <laughs> I mean, he is, he is without a doubt one of the funniest guys. And he, he has that drive and that passion, that yeah. passion to like writing is such a difficult thing. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's ever done it, never done it. And you're not quite sure sit mm-hmm. down and try to write the script yeah. of your life. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Try to do it in format <laughs> form. Yeah. And you know, your life, you've lived your life. Just try to write that. Yeah. Forget making up a whole world. Right. And you'll have some newfound respect and you'll understand why these writers are still on strike. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh. It's, it's absolutely crazy. Anyways, Nikki, yeah. again, thank you. I mean, he's the, the best. Yeah. And I, I want to point people back to episode 37 because we talked a lot more about his childhood and, and um, yeah. I just want people to go back and listen because for him to come from out of what he came from and, and now he's just, He's doing, he's a comedian and he's doing humor. You know what I mean? That just right, he's right. taken a very, very difficult beginning and, and to make people laugh. I just, I love that. That's what he did with his life, you know? And, uh, right. and he's just, he's a sweetheart. And we, I message him every now and again, and he, he always gets right back to me. How the hell are you? So yeah. yes, if you're watching, you come to Nashville and I'll bring you to the Johnny Cash Museum or <laughs> He's a lovely to guy. I'd yeah. go to the Johnny Cash Museum. Yeah, it's cool. It's really I'd cool. I'd love that. Yeah. Anyways, what else so, we got up? So let's see. So it is, this is the last week of our uh, Rocky Memorabilia May. And this last week we're doing t-shirts. And so I just want to remind people, send us in your favorite t-shirts. But this Please. Uh, woman, Muriel Bianca Lana in Forgive me for not saying that right, probably. I like that last name, Bianca Lana. <laughs> Bianca if that Lana. is the name or any derivation of, I like that name. <laughs> I love those vowels. I <laughs> Lots of vowels. Bianca Lana. Original from the 80s. Look at this. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? Wow. <laughs> yes. That's nice. So I was like, I thought maybe she found it on eBay or she picked it up somewhere. She was like, oh, no, I've had that all along. I was like, wow, Rocky points for you. So I just wanted to show that one off because, you know, we don't see a lot of, you know, we have all, you know, Sly Stallone shop or contenders. You can buy all these replica things, but you don't see a lot of original clothing from merchandise and so forth. So, yes, send us your T-shirts and that would be that'll wrap up May. (laughs) will wrap so, me up yes Stacey, where can people find you at i am at had me at yo on instagram as well as the rocky files and then on facebook i'm at the rocky files podcast in michael yes, you are okay. uh so i wrote a little book called cue the rocky music uh there it is my lovely co-host has that you can find that anywhere books are sold but specifically amazon prime uh there's a little movie about my uh journey called the pretender <laughs> By my good friend Jimmy Toscano and his artistic team out of Detroit. This is on uh, Amazon 
Prime. It's on a whole bunch of places. Uh, Peacock streaming as well. And stick around for the credits because there is a five minute scene where uh, I'm having a conversation with a friend of mine. Yeah. And I run a little thing called the Yo Philly Film Tour. You can check it out. Uh, Follow me on Instagram. And I am on TikTok. Talk as (laughs) Yo Philly Film Tour. Yes. Check me out, people. Stacey, this was pretty good. 76. Awesome. 76. The only thing missing was the marching band, but maybe we'll fix that. I don't we'll know. Figure <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Listen, until next week, my friend. All right. Punch Keep punching. punching.